in terms of new treatments that are coming um, down the pike, I think there are a few things that are particularly interesting and worth thinking about. Um, some of them are, are more targeted treatments for particular subtypes. We know a lot more about the genomic landscape for AML, and so that's allowed us to understand more about how the disease develops and how to prognosticate for patients. And now, hopefully, we're reaching a point where we're going to be able to have some more treatment options for patients that are available, too. So, for example, one new drug that um, has garnered a lot of interest that's not yet approved by the Food and Drug Administration is called APR246, and that targets um, mutated TP53. Um, that's a master uh, tumor suppressor gene that is mutated in a lot of different types of AML, and so it's really, or sorry, a lot of different types of cancer, period, not just in AML, um, but it really seems like there, this, this protein, um, when it's mutated, can lead to a lot of problems in AML, and if we're able to stabilize the protein, then that would be um, beneficial, um, as this APR246 drug is, is theoretically able to do. So some of the early data um, has been very promising, but it's important to note that it's only been dozens of patients so far that have been treated and not more than that. So we'll have to see how that shakes out um, in terms of uh, future um, uptake and FDA approval of that drug. Another drug that's garnered a lot of interest is called um, Magrolimab, which is an antibody um, that targets CD47, which is um, an immune, um, uh, so it's a, an immunotherapy basically targeting patients who um, have um, CD47 on their malignant cells because that's a way that um, leukemia cells and other cancers actually are able to escape um, the immune system, a, a mechanism of what's called immune evasion. And so um, again, in combination with a standard drug, azacitidine, which that APR246 is commonly used with, there seem to be a lot of um, potential upside to that, particularly in patients with difficult to treat AML um, with things like TP53 mutations, but that's again, relatively early. I think there's also a lot of interest in other ways of targeting the immune system for patients with AML. So trying to um, build on some of the positive work that's been done with bispecific antibodies, um, and with CAR T cells, which have really been able to revolutionize the care of patients with lymphoma and also um, for patients with ALL or acute lymphoblastic leukemia. We are not there yet. Um, there are some bispecific antibodies that do seem like they may be interesting, um, but the choice of target is a lot more challenging than it is for the lymphoid malignancies and the tolerability, which is an issue in lymphoid malignancies, um, is, is something that is a problem in terms of developing um, cytokine release syndrome or neurotoxicity, that kind of thing. Also, um, we see that in our AML patients. So not ready for prime time, but definitely um, interesting avenues to explore in terms of potential management of patients with AML. Um, so lots of uh, more, lots more clinical research opportunities and clinical trials um, available for, for patients and hopefully better outcomes. 